Welcome to Life Uninhibited. I'm your host, Kristen Messagy, Enneagram 6, Life Coach for Sixes. Speaking of coaching sixes, that's what this episode is all about. Here is what's coming up in the new year. There's a values workshop at the end of this week you are invited to. I tell you a little bit more about the coaching program I have for sixes. And yeah, the new year doesn't really start until the end of January. So if you want to capture some of that new year energy, now is the time. Hello, Sixes. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Today, I am going to tell you a little story using values. I'm going to invite you to a values workshop, and I'm going to tell you some other things that are happening in the world of coaching Sixes, which is a big part of my world. So, okay. First, values. I am a huge, huge, huge believer that particularly for sixes, knowing your top three to five core values and bonus, keeping them in front of you, actually visible and using them as a filter to help you make life decisions is It's some of the most powerful work we can do because it gives us a different orientation than what our system automatically does, which is orient us to our fixation, which shows up in a few different ways. Cowardice is the sort of classic word that is used, which sounds like I can't handle that. I am not going to be able to deal with that. It also shows up as just general avoidance. When you notice you're not doing something that you want to do or think you should do, but you're just not, that is the fixation of cowardice at play. Of course, this mostly shows up in our subconscious. So we want to keep in mind, we we don't always have access to what our fixation is saying This is part of the work that we get to do is build awareness of what the fixation is actually chattering at us. The second way it shows up, of course, is doubt, self-doubt. What if I can't handle it? What if I'm wrong? What if someone's mad at me? What if they leave? What if I lose what I have? What if I lose support? What if there's a better choice? All of those things running all the time. Our fixation also shows up as cynicism skepticism. This one is interesting, actually. I want to hang out here for just a second. I was talking in the group program, Zero to 60, with everyone in there last week about this. Cynicism is harder to catch as part of our fixation because it doesn't feel bad in our bodies. Cynicism, the skepticism, and the suspicion, and the lack of trust it doesn't feel nearly as bad as self-doubt and cowardice. It's actually a little bit more solid in our bodies, right? When I am like looking at you and I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't know about you. I might even be feeling a little bit superior or self-righteous. Those emotions don't feel terrible in our bodies, which is why they can really be hard to even want to let go of sometimes. 
Okay, there's a little side, little side teaching <laughs> as I'm fleshing this out. So cowardice, doubt, cynicism, this is what our system automatically orients to over and over and over and over. When we want to grow, change, transform, whatever as sixes, we have to have something else to orient to. If we don't have a good, strong sense of our heart center, a solid connection to our uh, gut, to our body, to our knowing, to our instincts, all these other places we could orient our values is that filter that we can utilize to unhook from the fixation and look somewhere else. The reason doing a values workshop is so much fun, well, because we get to do it together, we get lots of different ideas from each other. The reason I like the way I do it so much is because we really get into accessing different emotional states. The thing about values is they really aren't found in our mind. They're discovered in our body. What we value, what is important to us as individuals is already living in our body. And this is so different than what we do, right? Not only do we get caught by our fixation, but we're looking out. We're like, is that me? Is that me? What can I attach to outside of me that is really going to help me know what to do? When we know our core values, we are already able to say, okay, these are the things that are important to me. These are the things that are me that I value that we can then use as a filter as we navigate life. So here's my story. This weekend, my daughter, we have a couple just ongoing trigger points as people do in relationship. And she hit one and I noticed my reactivity and then she noticed my reactivity and we're, we're in this place that we get so often where she does or says something, I have a reaction, she has a reaction to my reaction and then we're kind of caught in this place of emotion and confusion and it's not a good time. It doesn't feel good. I'm trying to pull out of it. She's asking me, it's just a mess. And it happens over and over and over and over. It's just one of our sticking points. And it's something that we are, you know, navigating as mother and daughter. No big deal. <laughs> so because I know my values, I was able to pause just for the briefest of seconds and access a couple different things. One, clarity. One of my values is clarity. To me, that means figuring out what's really going on and not adding confusion to a situation with my own sort of sixy, well, all the different ways that I can six out in any given moment. So clarity and trust are the two that I accessed in this moment of pause when she and I were kind of caught in our same old, same old pattern. And clarity and trust allowed me to immediately calm myself down because I knew 
that we were going to get there and that whatever sort of we were in in this moment was going to settle, that the content of it was not important at all, that I could totally disconnect from the the thing, the issue that we had gotten caught about, which was like a breakfast issue. Always having issues with breakfast. Uh, it's always so silly in hindsight, but in the moment, it's not silly at all. When we're caught up and we're energetically, you know, activated with another person, it doesn't matter what the topic is. It does not feel silly. It feels very important. So because I was able to access clarity and trust, my whole system shifted. I was able to back off of the the energetic fix I was trying to do, the thing that I was trying to make happen. And then my like, uh uh-oh, we're in the thing. And I shouldn't, because here's the thing. When my daughter and I get hooked, a couple different things happen. One, I'm able to disconnect from the content material very quickly, but I then generally will start to judge myself for even getting into a thing with her because my brain tells me, well, you know, a good mom, a really good mom would not go sideways with her kids, which of course my conscious mind can see is completely bananas, but our conscious mind is not online when we are hooked. It's somewhere else doing other things. Our unconscious mind has popped into the room to just do what it does. We have to have access to something else. So the unconscious mind can calm down, stand down. The conscious mind, productive thinking can whoop come back online. Practicing, connecting with my values over and over and over again is what allowed this to happen for me to be like, wait a minute, none of this matters. All that matters is that we let these emotions kind of work their way through. Maybe we need to just take a break, step aside, and then we can access something different. Things will be clear. I can trust this process. I do not have to get hooked by anything my mind is telling me right now. I do not have to get hooked by her emotions. None of this is a problem. All of that was made accessible because of this practice of accessing my values and practicing them over and over and over and over, as well as a couple other strategies, of course. But really, it was my values that allowed the whole thing to be quick and not blow up into anything big. And then we were actually able to continue a conversation. It was great. It was a beautiful thing. I was so thankful for just that moment of clarity. Huge value of mine. New this year. Okay. I'm doing a values workshop on Friday, this Friday at 12 noon central time. It's going to take about two hours. If you are in zero to 60, of course, you are already in. This workshop will live as a bonus inside the program. If you want to come and you're not in zero to 60, it's $25. There will be a link in the show notes. And these workshops are a lot of fun. They they are, they're like a member favorite. I try to do at least one a year. Sometimes I do two. 
but it's really cool to access different emotional states and really honor them without judgment. And from those states, pull out what is really important to you. And then we do the work of sifting and taking all of those things that come up and we boil them down into the top three and five because we really can't work with much else than that. We really need a small amount that we can focus on. And of course, of course, our brains are like, but are those the right values? Are those the right ones? Are those really my values? I help you with all of that as well. Of course, because of course that's going to come up. Because why? Because of the fixation. (laughs) Because that's what our brains do all of the time is they fixate on fear, which looks like cowardice, doubt, cynicism, etc. Okay, that's the values workshop. I I love this thing. I I can't wait. I always bring mine and just kind of refine them and tweak them. Sometimes a value is gone. Sometimes it's not the thing that's most important to me anymore. I had autonomy as a major value for like three years. And then last year, it just, it fell away. It was like somehow my body had metabolized that. Like I actually felt... Uh, the autonomy that I'd been trying to create for so long. And so it it didn't it didn't come up as something that I needed to have so front and center. And then other values come in, which is why now I know clarity is like a huge thing that I am focusing on this year for myself and also focusing on really bringing that to others. It I don't know. I can't like explain all the different shifts that happened. I just know the process to go in and find those pieces. And then of course, it's easier if you've done it once to refine over time. Okay. The other very exciting thing that is happening is I've changed the model of my group coaching program, Zero to Sixty. I used to have it as a one-time pay lifetime access. It's $2,000 in there for the life of the program. As long as you want. I love that model. It needed to change. Again, I can't really explain all the ins and outs other than to say my body was getting very uncomfortable. And when I made this shift, this knot that I had in my solar plexus completely released. And then all this creativity came on board for the new year. And I got very excited. So what is new and different about it? Now it's a monthly membership model. You can come in for a month, for two months, three months, a year, however long you want to come in and stay. There are monthly topics Right now, we are working on living with uncertainty. This week on the group coaching call, we're going to talk about how to create certainty in our bodies as opposed to trying to get certainty by controlling everything outside of us. So we've been really focused on this specific topic around how do we live with uncertainty. We spent some time uncovering the problem of how we create so much of our own internal uncertainty, even though we don't like it. We have this kind of paradoxical relationship with uncertainty. 
So knowing that we automatically create so much uncertainty through, you guessed it, our fixation, cowardice, doubt, cynicism, how do we create internal certainty? So that's what we're doing this month. And it's just opened up so much more spaciousness inside of me. And I really think for sixes who want to check it out, who want to see how they feel in a group space without a big financial commitment. I will say I'm keeping the one-time pay. I'm going to keep that up for the rest of January. Because for some people, that really is the way they want to do it. They know they want to be in there for at least a year, maybe more. They know they want to be able to come or not come if it doesn't work for them, but they want that reliable place to come, get coaching, do the modules in the course. They just want to do it that way. And they don't have to think about it again. You don't have to re-decide. So I'm going to leave that up through the end of January. If that is something you've been thinking about and you've considered joining, do it now. Otherwise, it's going to be monthly membership. The other thing that's happening is now I'm doing a once monthly somatic call. So we have the weekly group coaching calls. We're now going to have a monthly, at least monthly. Seeing how this goes, there might be more. I'm not sure, at least once a month, where we come together in a space and I lead us through body-based activities. Coaching calls are very mindset coaching. We hang out a lot in our thoughts, what we think about things. We pull out thoughts from our unconscious and really get a look at them, learn how to work with them. I don't think that work can be avoided. There's so much weirdness right now in the healing space where it's... People think that it's all mindset or it's all body or it's all this or all that. And I am just not one who thinks any of that is true. I think every modality has its pluses and minuses and we are best served by multiple healing modalities. We have to look at our thoughts, especially at sixes. We can't really get a handle on ourselves without knowing how to look at our thinking. And we can't really get a handle on ourselves without really knowing how to let emotions exist in our bodies and move through, how to calm ourselves. What are the coping skills that really work to get us out of 60 spins, to get us out of panic, to help our anxiety calm down so that we can access productive thinking. I just think we need all of it. So more and more, I want to bring as much as I possibly can to people who come work with me. Okay, what else? Somatic class, values workshop, monthly membership. That's it. Those are the updates. I hope you want to come on Friday. There will be a 72-hour replay for those of you not in the program. And of course, if you are in the program, it lives in there as a bonus recording. Every call in there is recorded. There's a private podcast. I haven't even told the members that yet. Hey, surprise. We're just finishing up. My assistant and I are finishing up the details and are about to release a private podcast. So if you can't make it to calls, you can just listen to a podcast. My favorite way to consume content. Okay, that's it. I'm very excited. I got very excited talking about all of those things. I really love this program and this space. 
And the more sixes who are in there, the richer it becomes. I also do want to speak to one thing that I know comes up. I recently, uh, I hired someone to help me with my marketing and she interviewed a couple of my clients and they both said that they were both nervous about the group component, that that felt really scary. They didn't know what to expect. It seemed like it probably was going to maybe be terrible. And then both of them individually said, you know, what is one of your favorite parts of the results that you've gotten working with Kristen? And they both were like, the group is so great. Being able to do this work in a community of people who have the same brain has actually felt super supportive. And of course, the community is very supportive. So I just want to speak to that. I know that the whole idea of group and doing things in group can be totally terrifying. I get it. And of course, that is what our brain would offer. And it is scary. And that's okay. You can really take time to orient to that space. It it really isn't. That thought being offered is not a problem. The thing to pay attention to is, is there any excitement? hope, curiosity, anything stirring in the body that you would actually want to move toward were it not for your brain, um, you know, doing the brain thing. That is how I would invite you to consider, like, is that something I want to do? Also, something like the Values Workshop is a perfect way to sort of try on what it's like to be in a group that I'm running and we're doing 60 things. It's, I think you should come if you want to. It's another thing we talk about, how to actually know what we want. That's an important topic. How does a six actually connect with what they want versus what their brain says they should do, what they should not do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How do we actually really get to know how our bodies are talking to us all the time? Okay. That's it. Hope to see some of you Friday and I'll be back here next week. Okay, thanks for listening. I forgot to answer one question I always get is, do you do one-on-one coaching? Yes, I also do one-on-one coaching. I always have a few one-on-one clients. So if the group thing is just a no-go for you, you're welcome to reach out to me and we can have a conversation about what one-on-one would look like. So there are options. Okay. See y'all next week.